morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Thursday, October the 14th, 2021. As always, we give thanks to God for what he is doing in our lives and in the lives of our loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected us to for such a time as this. Uh, This is the anniversary month for prayers for your day. And so um, in a couple of days here, I haven't had a chance to go back to see when I first started the the podcast date, but I'll share some interesting data with you all as we celebrate what God has done. I believe it's been four years now um, since I started this podcast. And so, of course, I'll share the history of it for those of you who may be new listeners. I believe that there's a season some of you may have listened before and have come back and, you know, I'm still here and I thank God for that. I thank God that I'm still here. I thank God that you're still here and that we can come together and pray in agreement, uh, either how the Holy Spirit leads how the word of God leads, which the word of God is the living word. So I'm just thankful that we have this time of fellowship in the morning, Monday through Friday, between our normal hours of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. Just know this, on next week, I'm going to be on vacation. Uh, I thank God for that. And so my times may vary. Times may vary. Uh, next week, but I want to be committed and remain committed to Monday through Friday. Just know times may vary. So I just wanted to make that announcement. On yesterday, we talked about, um, you know, God's love being no ordinary love and meditating on how much he so loved us. Not only did he give his only begotten son, but he has loved each and every one of us with an everlasting love. And in that everlasting love, he said he has continued his faithfulness. So not only do we have a God that so loved us that would give up, you know, his only begotten son, but even before that, because this was in the Old Testament, even in the first covenant, right? Even in the first covenant, he said that he he loves us with an everlasting love. So even before he gave the ultimate sacrifice, his son, he had already pronounced that he loved us with an everlasting love. He had already proclaimed that he drew us with loving kindness and that his that he would continue on in his faithfulness. So see, God had already come into covenant with his people, with his children, before Jesus ever came. God already was in covenant with us. So just like before Genesis 1 and 1, when he knew us, right, Before Jesus, he had already come into covenant with his children. So just like we were predestined to be here, God had already settled 
within himself because the Bible tells us that he counsels with himself. He had already settled within himself how much he would love us. Woo, glory. And so we need to think about that. As we think about relationships, as, as those of us who are single and, and we want to get married or we desire to be in a relationship, we have to predestine. We have to already settle in our spirit before we say, I do. Before we get into that relationship. Before we have children. Right? As we watch our parents reach uh, another level of their lives, we have to settle in our spirit to love with an everlasting love. We have to settle in our spirit to remain faithful no matter what. (laughs) No matter what happens. Remain faithful because guess what? It's possible. It's possible to remain faithful no matter what. Whether you think you're getting what you deserve or not, it's possible to remain faithful. It's possible not to mistreat people because they mistreat you. It is possible. But that possibility sometimes comes only through the Holy Spirit only through leaning into God, only through separating yourself from the things of this world, only through feeding your spirit man so that you don't fall into temptation, only through surrounding yourself with believers who can encourage you in the faith. It is possible. I don't want to ever hear anybody say, that there's no good men or there's no uh, good women out there because of unfaithfulness. It is possible to be faithful. It is possible to keep yourself regardless. That's a lie of the enemy that will have you thinking that it is impossible to keep yourself until marriage. That is the lie of the enemy that will tell you it's impossible to be faithful when you're in it if, if, if you're in a let's say a sexless marriage that's a lie from the pit of hell is it hard yes but is it impossible absolutely not why because the word of god says that nothing is impossible with god see the god god had to god had to really get into my spirit about some things because of some things that I was I was ready to believe and God had to get get in get in and get on me about hold on. Nothing is impossible with God. But when we talk about God's love being no ordinary love, there's a scripture today in you version. And I said, God, you you want us to stay right there. It says in Isaiah 54, again, the book of Isaiah, though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed. 
says the Lord who has compassion on you. See, when you have compassion for a person, when they mess up, when they go through, when they, you know, something happens to them, even if you don't understand it completely, right, you you empathize, you have compassion compassion towards them your your heart hurts for them right you you're compassionate because you understand that this person is in a situation that obviously is hurting them right you see their tears you you hear their stories Maybe you can relate to their pain, right? That is who God is to us. For the Bible says that we have a high priest. (laughs) We have a high priest who, and I'm paraphrasing, who has gone through everything that we have gone through and are going through. So there's a level of compassion that comes when you can relate right when you can understand what somebody is going through because you've been through it there's a level of compassion that you can understand or relate to sometimes not because you've gone through it but because you love that person see when your children go through <laughs> you may not have that exact same experience but but you you feel for them because no loving parent, and we know that God is a God of love, wants to see their children hurt. Even if their children are the ones that got themselves in the situation. Because there are some things, if we can be real this morning, and I don't know why God has me going here. Uh, but so be it. There are some things, if we be real this morning, that we put ourselves in. God didn't have nothing to do with it. The enemy didn't have anything to do with it. We had everything to do with it. We put ourselves in certain situations. And if you have children and they're of age, you know that there are things and times and instances where they have put themselves in certain situations. But when they hurt, you still hurt as a loving parent. You still hurt, even though you know you told them don't do it. They did it anyway. But it's resulted in something that has caused them pain that now causes you pain. You still have compassion for your child then it goes on to say though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken God is saying that no matter what we can't shake him off you know it used to be a a hip hop song dust dust your shoulders off we cannot shake God off. We cannot shake his love off. He has an unfailing love. His love for you cannot and will not fail. 
The relationship we have with God is not like any other relationship. This is no ordinary love. I believe uh, Sade used to sing that song. This is no ordinary love. I can't, I know I can't sing. No ordinary love. And she used to sing that song. God's love for us is no ordinary love. It cannot be shaken. It is faithful. It draws us with loving kindness. It is steadfast. It is unfailing. And with that comes a covenant of peace. See, the covenant is different than a commitment. <laughs> that's, how, that's why sometimes when folks have been married any amount of time, you still find people dealing with that years later, decades later, because of the covenant. When you stand before God, and and if you've been married, if you've ever been married, there's a covenant that you make. And it's not easily broken. Because when that vow was made, it was made before God. But with that covenant of God's unfailing love, he provides for us a covenant of so that as long as we remain in him and he remains in us and we tap into not ourselves but we tap into the spirit we tap into the Holy Spirit that covenant of peace cannot be removed now if we're doing things again that we don't have any business doing The Bible also says that the wicked shall have no peace. So some things we bring upon ourselves. But as long as we remain in God, we have access to a no no ordinary love. I want that to get in your spirit because it it is really, really... um, remaining in mind that God's love is no ordinary love. So when we talk about 1 Corinthians chapter 13, when love is kind, love is, love does not fail. That's what the word says, but we see that example in the Old Testament, in the first covenant, right? Because God said that he has an unfailing love for us. So then he tells us in the New Covenant or the New Testament that love does not fail. So all that we read about love is patient, love is kind, love is long-suffering, right? God really lets us know in the First Covenant or the Old Testament, this is how I am loving you. Now in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, this is how I am calling you. My children, you, my believers, you, who talk about how you love me. This is how I'm calling you to show love to others. 
not just your spouse, not just your children, not just the person that you like, not just the person who treats you well so that you can treat them well. This is how I'm calling you to love. So that you know that love does not fail. Why? Because God says in the old uh, covenant, the Old Testament, my unfailing love for you. What is God letting us know here? He's letting us know here that another person can't stop his love for us. He's letting us know that there's no situation that we can get into that will stop his love for us. So even though I I don't think I prayed yesterday or today because I need to get this in our spirits, yours and mine, we serve a God that does not love us in an ordinary way. And if we live long enough our prayer should be that we would experience that love here on earth and if we would never experience it we have to know that we know that we know that we are loved in an unordinary way I don't want ordinary love Mm -mm. I've had that I've had ordinary love. I want unordinary love. So I pray that you all have a blessed day. I pray that you meditate on this is no ordinary love part two. Know that God loves you so much. (laughs) He so loved you. And his love will never fail. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.